Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the English with Grace podcast. This is a centralized hub for students, teachers, and English language learners to practice their English and listen to the differing opinions of other English speakers. The content and focus of this podcast will vary, and my goal is to introduce listeners to a variety of perspectives, backgrounds, and experiences as we discuss topics that are also presented in my English with Grace conversation classes. So I'm very excited to have you here. I hope you enjoy this discussion. And of course, like and subscribe if you like it. And I look forward to seeing you in some of our upcoming conversation classes. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the English with Grace podcast. Today, I've invited Katie to discuss the book Atomic Habits um, by James Clear with me. And first, I'm going to have her introduce herself. So Katie, uh, what's your name? Uh, where do you call home? And then anything else you'd like to share for your introduction? Hi, Grace. As if we haven't been talking already for a yeah. little bit. It's so nice <laughs> to be on the podcast. Yay. She's here. Um, She's here. We're here. Thank you so much for having me. And so I live in New Orleans, Louisiana. Been here about 12 years, but I'm from Iowa. Yes, 12 years. Crazy. Sorry, my they can't see my face, but I was like, wow, you've already been there for 12 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. We're 30. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. So, yeah, grew up in Iowa and then came to university here and just never left. Yep. Uh, and how do you know me? You kind of gave that away a little bit, but. <laughs> yes, I think that you actually were one of my first friends ever. I think we met even before we went to kindergarten because your mom watched me yeah. for a little bit, I think even before kindergarten. And then here we are today. Wow. Oh my gosh. I'll <laughs> we have went to through do, all <laughs> we'll do another episode on elementary school in Salem, Iowa. <laughs> yes. We've had a long journey together uh, all through school. And then now here we've reconnected again. Yep. And we're back. So, mm -hmm. uh, yes, I, I think that you are the first person I've interviewed from high school days. So, oh, wow. I feel honored. Oh, <laughs> you should. <laughs> okay. And like I said, today we're going to talk about the book Atomic Habits um, by James Clear. So my first question for you, um, talking about habits, are you a habitual person? I am maybe the most habitual person you have ever met. <laughs> I do everything by routine, sometimes to a fault. Mm -hmm. But yes, I would definitely say that I live with structure and I find a little comfort in habits. So yes, I'm definitely a habitual person. Okay, I wasn't planning on bringing this up, but now I'm wondering if you being in my life since childhood is the reason I'm so habitual. <laughs> or maybe we influence each other, but my friends yes. are like, what's with all the checklists? Why are we always making a schedule? Why do you always want to know what the plan is? <laughs> like, yes, what is the plan? And normally I have already made the plan and you just need to follow the plan. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, Katie, this is, I'm having a breakthrough. <laughs> Alex is going to love listening to this one. That is so funny. Even yeah. like my sister came, this is a little tangent, but my sister came to visit and we went to the outlet mall one day, like her last day here. And she, we parked the car and she looked at me and said, 
it's so nice that you're just like flexible and going with the flow. Like I'm really like proud of you that you're doing that this vacation. I'm like, <laughs> wow, how bad have I gotten? <laughs> you know, you're probably like, this is absolutely the worst vacation ever. I <laughs> yeah. hate that I don't have a plan. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. That's no, it's nice to loosen the grips yeah. of life. Yeah. And enjoy. Is it though? I <laughs> <laughs> I said that yesterday. I was like, I started setting a boundary where I don't block schedule my day on the weekends. Okay. It's not fun though. I just really have a lot of like, what's the plan? And I just want to know what my day is going to look like. So yes, we could go on and on, but I was going to say, I'm, I did, I do the same thing. And my husband, Jake, he sometimes in the morning on like Saturday, be like, what's going on today? What's the plan? But then I don't like when he asks the plan interesting like you should i would just want him to read my mind and just know what the plan is and just follow (laughs) along dude (laughs) actually my friend emily said that to me once she goes it's funny because you ask what the plan is but you know what you want to do you have a plan in mind oh my gosh yeah wow Wow. we're monsters we're monsters (laughs) i'm so sorry to everyone who has ever heard me say what's the plan Emily, like Emily Young, I'm I'm looking at you. Alex Muff, I'm looking at you. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh. Okay. Well, let me, I want to jump right back into uh, mm-hmm. the first thing you said, though. Um, you said to a fault. So mm. I'm trying to think about my English language learners here. So sometimes to a fault. What does that mean? To a fault, meaning sometimes it's not a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Like they can... It can be more harmful than good. Than good, yes. Because mm-hmm. creating habits, creating routine seems like a positive thing, but if it's to a fault, then it becomes maybe a not so positive. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Okay. Number two. Um, in what ways has your life changed since reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear? Honestly, like I said, I'm I already have had so many habits in my life and kind of had structure and all that stuff but the book gave language to what I was doing to begin with so like the strategies that he comes up with I'm like oh I was already doing that I just wasn't doing it consciously so now I am aware of how it's affecting my life Mm -hmm. and um and honestly to just lean into it more like oh I was already like you know, doing things in a certain way and mm-hmm. applying those strategies just because it just honestly made my life easier. Yeah. But to know that that is actually going to get you from point A to point B and like get you to where you want to go and actually building habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he says, like atomic habits, small habits that over time change your life. Yeah. Um, having that um, language and kind of like, oh, I'm not crazy. This actually works. Yeah. Um, Validation. It's like leaning more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I'm glad that you, I actually forgot to include that question. Like what is an atomic habit? Mm-hmm. Can you give me a small, like just an example of uh, an atomic habit that you follow or that you have? Yes. So something that I think everybody should do is floss your teeth. Right. Ooh, good. So um, 
having so that's just like a small little thing that you can do every day or an atomic habit something very small like I believe he says like the size of an atom something that's really small that can change your life mm-hmm. um so basically something tiny you can do every day that makes you not lose your teeth when you're older mm-hmm. great everybody well, do it Everybody do it. <laughs> all for flossing. Uh, yes, that's actually one of my habits I'm working on. Full mm-hmm. disclosure, being completely honest. That uh, is great. And maybe this book can help you. Exactly. Uh, okay, so we talked about what an atomic habit is. Now, my next question in the book, he talks about habit stacking and temptation bundling. Mm-hmm. Can you explain these two concepts from the book and maybe give you, give an example? So we'll start with what is habit stacking? Yes. So habit stacking is when you're already going to do something anyway, something that is already one of your habits and you want to include another habit. Therefore, you just put it either right before or right after. So actually flossing is a perfect example. You're going to brush your teeth every night. So before you brush your teeth, floss your teeth. Just as right. easy as that. Like mm-hmm. even um, put the floss right next to your toothbrush so you never pick up your toothbrush without picking up the floss first. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to share one of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have started uh, trying to meditate. And at first I couldn't find the habit that was really getting me to do the habit I wanted, which was meditating. Um, but recently I teach really early in the morning, um, usually from six to seven. And on those days that I teach, I don't allow myself to get up from my desk until I've meditated. So I teach oh, wow. and then immediately I play my meditation. And then that kind of recenters me anyway. So it's a nice, like, you just taught, take a second, meditate for 10 minutes. And then I, I cannot get up from my chair until I've done that. Wow. That's really good. And he says that too in the book, like make it so easy. That's like, you're already sitting down. You already are in a transitionary time. Mm -hmm. Um, so you might as well build your habit, do a little meditation. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's just 10 minutes of meditating, but if I don't stack it on another habit, it stays on my list of things to do for the rest of the day. It's so hard to like get out of whatever I'm doing and just sit down and meditate. And it shouldn't be, but that was the one habit where I was like, Ooh, this works. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. The second concept was temptation bundling. Yes. Explain that one. And do you have an example? So temptation bundling is when you want to do something that you might say is more enjoyable for you. Um, But In the meantime, before you can do it, you basically set a rule with yourself. Before I can do this, I must do my habit that I'm trying to build. So perfect example is doing the dishes. So it's like, okay, you finish dinner and before you can sit down with your Zevia, which I love. I don't know if you've had those. I don't actually know what that is. (laughs) It's like, uh, so it was one of my habits. I I broke the habit. Okay, we'll get back to temptation bundling. But I broke the habit of eating like a sweet dessert by having a Zevia. It's like a drink, like a cream soda drink. That's it's sparkling water, but it tastes like cream soda. Okay, wow. I thought it was Zevia. (laughs) Oh, maybe it is Zevia. No, I don't. I don't know. I know what you're talking about, though. Z-E-I-A. And it's like a, it looks like a pop. Yes. Soda. 
soda exactly yes so it's like okay after I eat dinner I want to sit down with my sevia and watch tv right but before I can do that I do all the dishes all the dinner dishes to ensure that I can actually sit down and relax but I basically reward myself with the zevia and the tv wow that is a perfect example of temptation friendly Mm-hmm. absolutely and now we have a great recommendation for a pop everyone can try yes. if you live in the united states i'm not sure if that is a worldwide uh refreshment it is worth it to travel to america for it <laughs> <laughs> that and peanut kidding. butter <laughs> yes <laughs> okay oh. uh okay so we talked about habit stacking temptation bundling uh so now my last question for you what has been the most difficult for when creating what when you're creating new habits um, and how have you overcome that? Yes. So I'm it's pretty easy for me to stick to a habit because I know all these strategies. But the hardest thing is honestly wanting to do too many things at once, mm-hmm. like wanting to. um start all of my habits, but there's not enough time to do every single thing that you want to do at the end of the day. So something that this book talks about that I think is really important is the reason you're building your habits is to become the person you want to become, which is, it's so good. And um, so what I have done is actually write down, like basically you're prioritizing and I do it monthly. So it's like, okay, this month I'm focusing on reading, let's say two books a week. So that all of my habits, my other habits are secondary. The one I'm really trying to stick to is the book habit. So then I use the strategies like, um, habit stacking, like reading right before bed and um, having a lot of books because another tip is making things easy. So going to the library, getting a ton of books. And then this is the habit I'm mastering in August, right? And then September, move on to the next one. So um, that's like the hardest thing for me is like, oh, I want to be meditating and working out and reading and cleaning the house and journaling. Um, So it's really nice to have a vision of who am I trying to be this month? And then that habit actually sticks with you for the following months, but you mm-hmm. are, can focus on the next one next yes. month. Because then that becomes who you are and you already do that habit. So, and then it's no longer, it's like, it's no longer a habit because it's just part of who you are as a person. Exactly. And right. I think it really helps to write it down. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, my example for this last October, I bought a journal and I was like, I am journaling. I'm, I want to be somebody who journals yes. and I really struggled with it. Now it's no longer even, I have a habit tracker. I don't even put it on there anymore because as soon as I wake up and I get my coffee and I'm ready to start my day, I have to set my alarm earlier and give myself at least 20 minutes. And no matter what time I'm going to wake up, I set my alarm 20 minutes earlier so that I can journal. And it's not even a habit. Yeah, it's just, well, it's a habit. So now it's part of who I am. And my day doesn't start until I've journaled. That is so great. And it really, it it truly becomes who you are. Because now you are a person who journals. Like if you go on vacation with people, they're like, oh, what's Grace doing? We know exactly what she's doing. She's journaling. Like, we know what she's up to in the morning. Yep. Um, Uh, The only days I missed 
there was one day I was very, very ill. And then on my mm-hmm. journal the next day, I was like, don't take your health for granted. <laughs> <laughs> I've filled like three journals this year. I'm coming up on, wow. I think I started journaling in October of last year. And Wow. Yeah. I love journaling too. I, I think I have three or four. I'm sitting in front of a bookcase and I go through them all the time mm-hmm. and look back and I'm like, you can see how you have changed so much of a person, like yeah. as a person. Yeah. Um, probably even just since last October. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mm -hmm. Very powerful. And then this is a whole other topic. I'm going to invite somebody to talk about minimalism, but I went through a minimalism Mm -hmm. phase. I'm still a minimalist. I believe in that, but I threw away all my journal. (gasps) Oh my gosh. That is so funny. You know what? I, I know we're off topic here, but I definitely would call myself a minimalist. I get rid of everything again to a fault where my husband's like always asking me where everything is. And he's like, I know where it is. It's gone. Um, But I have a little place where I keep all my journals with my pictures and I'm like in my passport. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, these are just as important to me as my family pictures. (laughs) So maybe going forward, that can be your new habit is to have a place where you put your finished journals. I don't know. Yes. So currently in a drawer, but now, yeah, that's my one regret. Minimalism is a great, great thing, Uh, but I'm like, wow, I really got a little out of control. (laughs) Went to the extreme. I do that a lot. (laughs) That is so funny because the only person you're hurting though is yourself. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So it's okay. Sorry, Grace. Oh, completely injured you there. Oh my gosh. Um, But you have a long life to live, a lot of journals to keep. Yes. Yes. Uh, 30 years young. Uh, Okay. I already know I'm going to split this into two parts. So I'm going to add one more question because I think Mm -hmm. people would be interested to hear maybe like five of your habits Mm -hmm. that you have always done or that you started since reading the book. And you've mentioned reading and flossing, I think. So, yes. So, Gosh, I honestly have so many. Let me pick the five best ones that I really stick to. You're also welcome to rattle off. Okay. Rattle off meaning say quickly. You're also yes. welcome to rattle off as many as you'd like. Okay. Just, okay, I'll rattle off a few that just, a few that I do every morning, a few that I do every night. Great. Um, so every morning I drink 16 ounces of water right when I wake up. Well, brush my teeth. That's my first habit. And then um, drink water because obviously that sets your whole day up for, I feel like if I drink water in the morning, I will just drink it all day long. So um, do that. And then I have a, I don't know what, what exact strategy this is, but as soon as I finish my glass of water, meditate. Just like you, I'm yeah. already sitting down. I do the same thing. I wake up slightly earlier. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I don't want to go to work any earlier, so I might as well meditate, you know? <laughs> so as soon as I go to my water, I meditate. And um, that is like my non-negotiable in the morning. And then mm-hmm. every night habits are, um, or and another thing that he talks about in the book is resetting every room. So before I ever leave any room, like let's say I'm sitting down, I just meditated, I have a blanket on, I have my cup, immediately get up, fold the blanket, put my cup in the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. That is another habit of mine is to always reset every room. So my house is always ready for guests because you never know when people are about to (laughs) pop in and it just makes it more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And then every night I, as soon as I finish 
dinner, go on a walk, whether that's with my dogs or with my husband or by myself with my podcast. Um, Immediately, like after dinner, change clothes, go on walk. And um, then habit stacking. I also do um, floss before I brush my teeth. Mm -hmm. And then I immediately after that, I already like as I'm brushing my teeth, put my book on my bed, read my book, go to sleep. That's my life. (laughs) And that's my life. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I love that. I forgot about the resetting room, every room thing. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, And then the water one, does he mention that in the book? Because I do that too, but I don't remember where I I got that. I think so. Okay. I have started doing that because I drink so much coffee. I was like, okay, I'm going to start drinking more water. And every day, first thing that I put in my body is a glass of water. And it is yes. a game changer. I've also recently heard that I should be definitely putting something in my stomach before I have caffeine. So drink a glass of water, try to have like a granola bar or like a hard boiled egg. And then I can mm-hmm. have my, my caffeine. So it's like the more, you know, for example, like you saying, oh, I heard that I should have food before coffee. The more, you know, the more you you have so many habits because you're like, well, I know all this stuff is good for me, so I better do it. Yeah. Uh, and then it just becomes like, it's not even a, a, it doesn't even feel like a habit to me anymore because it is just right. such a natural, like I do this before I do that, but really it's just habit stacking that just becomes your life. Exactly. And I really meant it. Like I go to, like I read yeah. my book, go to sleep. That's my life. Like, yeah. yes, that mm-hmm. it is so true. And that is going back to that becomes your identity. Yeah. Like if people, if you ask people like who is Katie, they'd be like, oh, she's really healthy and she meditates and reads a bunch of books. (laughs) You know, like that's from my habits. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. Very powerful. And now I'm very excited to reread the book. Um, I I chose to do Atomic Habits as our topic because in September I'm teaching a class on the book just talking about habit stacking and what all these things are. So I think it'll be really helpful for people to hear. What a Uh, cool class. Yeah, I know. Well, my students, I said, I asked them what they wanted to talk about and they're like, really, we're just okay with any topic you want to pick. Like, well, I'm going (laughs) to pick I'm going to change your life. (laughs) Some of these books that have really impacted my life. Yes. Yeah. Um, And it's so nice to reread it in, because when you teach it to, you apply it to your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've listened to it. I bought the audiobook. I think I've listened to it three times. And now it's kind of like how the TV show Friends is what I choose to put on in the background. If I don't know what to listen to, I'm like, just replay Atomic Habits. <laughs> wow. That is a good replay. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think we've given our listeners plenty of content. Now you've reached the end of the podcast, Katie. I ask my list or my um, people I interview to share a quote or an idiom or expression related to the topic. I imagine for the book, you might have a favorite quote. You know, I didn't find the quote from this book. I found it through a Chinese restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Wasn't expecting that, but I'm very excited. And I don't even eat Chinese food, but one time my husband ordered it. He gives me the fortune cookie. I open it. And this is the perfect quote that applies to this book and applies to my life that I still have it on my fridge. Inch by inch, life's a cinch. Yard by yard, 
life is hard. <laughs> and I've never heard anything truer in my life. Jake even <laughs> threw it that away. He threw away his food, his takeout boxes. And I said, uh, you better pull that back out and put it on the fridge. <laughs> Get that fortune cookie. Okay. Sorry. Now I'm like, I feel like I need to explain. So I don't know if you know this, but the Chinese or fortune cookies are actually an American thing. Okay. In China, they don't actually have fortune cookies. So I'm going to explain that that's that. the little dessert cookie that you get at the end of a meal. And it's got this little fortune, this little piece of advice or like piece of paper that says some revolutionary <laughs> yes. thing on it. Katie, you have to explain this a little bit more though, because. Okay. Um, okay. Inch by inch. What's an inch? An inch is a form of measurement, <laughs> inches, right, yep. that we use, I think, only in America, but it's basically a small amount. Mm-hmm. Good. So, so inch, inch by inch. Yeah, I like to hold up, hold up my finger and like, do yes. from my, what do you call it? Yeah, like my knuckle. That, yeah, like, your knuckle, <clears throat> your small knuckle to your big knuckle. There you go. That's an inch. Yes. Okay. Inch by inch, life's a cinch. What what is a cinch? (laughs) Cinch meaning it is easy. Inch by, so if you take life little by little, it is easy. Perfect translation. Okay. Yard by yard, another measurement. I'm going to use a football field. Yes. If you watch American football. Oh my God. Also another measurement, which is much bigger than an inch. Yes. Life is is hard because if you look at life too wide, like too wide of a uh, scope of a view, then it can look more difficult. And I didn't know I was picking such a complex quote but now I love it even more yes I absolutely love asking people to just choose quotes and expressions because in English we don't realize how complicated everything is exactly yes that is that is my takeaway from this podcast yeah inch by inch life's a cinch okay I will uh write that down and I usually like to put where you got it but you said a Chinese fortune cookie that's all I've got on my fridge Wow, that is absolutely wonderful. Okay, um, I want to keep talking. I'm sure we will after we stop recording. But yes. I truly thank you so, so much for taking the time to share your expertise on this topic and for giving me that breakthrough that maybe you and I have created monsters in each other. And that's why I also have to have my routine and day planned out. <laughs> yes, the world needs all types of people. And so we just get to be this special type. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, that is what we're going to end the podcast with. So thank you, Katie. You're awesome. And I'm sure I'll bring you back for another episode of some topic, yoga and mindfulness. Yes, I will come back anytime. Thank you, Grace. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the English with Grace podcast. I hope you enjoyed this discussion. If you did like this episode, please go ahead and like and subscribe and keep an eye out for more episodes coming soon.